This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. The funeral is about to begin, sir. We have such sights to show you. I got to warn you. You're doomed to stay. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? I want to play a game. <laughs> Children of the night. What music, baby. The box. You opened it. We came. Groovy. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined as always by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this week? Pretty good, man. Doing all right. I'm doing fine. Awesome. Glad to hear it. <laughs> You're just so short with it, Ted. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey you asked the question i answered <laughs> he did he did answer well it's it's good to hear uh it's our last week of halloween um a little sad that it's almost the end of october uh yeah i it's it's this whole month has gone by way too quick uh for my liking because <laughs> i mean we've already got our first snowfall here and that sucked ass, and it's fucking cold, and the snow's not melting, so it's like it's there's going to be snow on Halloween, which is going to suck, That's and it's crazy. only going to get worse from there. <laughs> there's a reason I don't move back north. And yeah, that's it. yeah. I hate I hate the snow, man. As far as like yard work and like chores, being an adult, the worst thing I've ever done outside of a job is shoveling snow. I fucking hate it so much. I agree. I did that for a job. I mean, I got paid, but God, it was like, fuck, dude, hours of just shoveling snow. Yep. I hate you, you, snow. I hate you. You got to bundle up because it's cold, (laughs) and then you start working, and you get really hot and sweaty, Uh, and you can't mm -hmm. take your jacket off because you're going to get fucking sick. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It is fun to play. I enjoy one once in a while, man. But it, when you got shit to do, it can be a pretty big inconvenience, especially with the snows up north. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. And I tell you what, yeah. I, I, I don't mind the cold as much. Like, I would rather it be super cold than fucking snow. I mean, if, if, if there was no snow and if it was cold, I would be fine. <laughs> but it's that fucking snow because I hate it so much. And then it gets in your <laughs> shoes and it gets your feet all wet and then your feet get cold and then you can get sick. And snow is just all, all around. Just got to put shitty. shopping bags on your feet, dude. <laughs> or just have better shoes or boots. <laughs> One or the other. I just get those cheap ass uh like uh Walmart or Target shoes that don't cost a whole lot and then they get ruined within a year. Just from normal yeah, wear and tear. I used to do that too, but man, when when you go through like you said, every year, sometimes sooner than that, it's it's really can be more expensive than buying a good pair of shoes. Right. <laughs> nope, that's true. Oh, man. But anyways, uh, what have you guys been up to this week? I watched a shit ton of movies, man. Oh, finally, like, I felt like I wasn't really able to much this month, but <laughs> I went overboard this week, man. Yeah. I watched a bunch of the Universal Monster stuff, Frankenstein, Dracula, Invisible Man. And the wolf man, which is <laughs> that's what I watched. Yes, visible man's great. Then I watched um, Tales from the Crypt. I watched some episodes of that man because we were talking about the haunted houses and stuff. So I watched the one with Morty Downey Jr. I don't have the episode names written down, but 
the one where the two guys are gambling and end up amputating themselves. Yes. The size me's twin guys where the one that seems like a bitch actually <laughs> fucks the other one over in the end and a couple others, man. Now watch Psycho One and Two, Children of the Corn, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Haunt with Joe Bob, which was fucking great. That's like one of my new top movies, man. That was that really was, fucking it was, good. It's it was so good. It was surprising. Five out of five, man. I know when I oh, yeah. do but five out of five, definitely. What about that soundtrack for that movie? That that music oh, is yeah, great in that great, movie. Dude. I was like, it man, was, I gotta find some extra better artists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I went to the movies to see A Nightmare Before Christmas with my kids. And all. Nice. So that was really fucking cool, man. I'm waiting for December to watch that one. Yeah. And I was there. Five bucks sounds like. There was a few other things, but that was definitely up there, Allie. And it was fun, man. Yeah. And I finally watched the, the, the Babysitter sequel, and I was disappointed personally. Yeah, me too. I thought they just... They took the simpleness of the first one and just kind of amped the corny in it, mm-hmm. which I don't mind a good corny B movie, but I don't know. It just it was weird, man. It didn't fit. I was disappointed. Uh, and I, I mean, watched Scanners last night, which is oh, probably one of my favorite fucking classics. So. Yep, that's great. I, I just was Rachel's that ending, man. So. I was Rachel's first time in the theater. She had a great time, man. She was laughing, giggling. Thankfully, there wasn't a lot of people. She, you know, she wasn't loud, but she was definitely, you know, having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> was she like wondering how come we didn't bring the tent? We're well, that's what she was. That's when we were getting ready to go, man. She was like, "Can we bring it?" Bring it? I was like, "No, so we're not going to the driving." <laughs> she was a little confused at that, <laughs> which is cool to me. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. What about you guys? Um, I've been playing more games. I've watched some, some, uh, new ones. I watched, uh, I also watched Haunt this week. Um, it was, it was great. Uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. I, I don't, I don't see, man, I couldn't find anything to complain about in that movie, man. The mm-hmm. characters, the characters were great. I love the characters. The villains were awesome. The, Man, that freaking, even if the, they took like the evil element out and it was just, this is a haunted house, man, I was like, man, I want to go to this thing. This is really well put together. Right. Yeah, that shit was, I was like, man, this is fucking intense. I was it was like, I don't think my wife could make it. <laughs> um, I watched From Dust Till Dawn from 96, and then I started thinking, because a couple episodes ago i was talking about how 2018 had a lot of great movies and i was looking at my list man 96 had some great freaking movies too because that scream from dust till dawn there was a couple others um and the next movie i watched the very first time i ever watched it because i can't remember i think it was uh one of the one of the boutique uh uh blu-ray companies is starting to release it as uh Fade to Black, I'd never saw it before, and it was on Amazon, and I watched it a couple nights ago, and man, I was not expecting to like that movie as much. That movie was great. Um, I love the uh, the social worker guy that was freaking snorting cocaine and doing playing the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Last night, I think it was last night, I watched Tremors Shrieker Island that came out this year, and man, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, I still haven't checked that out. That looks cool. It's yeah, it hit Netflix this week, I think. It's really good. Um But yeah, other than that, I've just been playing games, trying to keep up. I'm I'm a couple days behind on my hitting my thirty one for the month, so I'm gonna watch a couple more movies tonight to catch up. Nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. How about Ted? <laughs> oh, I know Mark was done. <laughs> I thought he had something else. No, uh, you know, work, work movies. Um, like Sean, I watched some classic Universal stuff this week. Um, uh, like uh, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, um, House of Frankenstein, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Not in that order. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman <laughs> came first, of course. Cause that's, uh, House that's of on Dracula. my list. <laughs> House of Dracula. Uh, I watched Little Monsters, the the Vestron Blu-ray, and it's great. And the movie's great as it was when I first saw it as a kid. It's been decades. It's been at least twenty years since I last saw the movie. Probably more than that. Yeah. And actually, it has been more than that because I was fifteen twenty years ago. So it's probably been like twenty eight years <laughs> or something wow. like that. But it's been a long it's time. So watch- for sure, man. Yeah. It's great. It's great seeing little little Corey Matthews from Yeah, Blaine's man. <laughs> he doesn't have a huge role, but he's still good in it. So. Yeah. That was his first role, too. That was the first yeah. thing he ever did acting-wise. So. <laughs> uh, I took my nephew, and him and I went and saw Nightmare on Elm Street, the original, in theaters Friday night and had a blast. He uh, he loved it. He Halfway through the movie, he leaned over to me because I was kind of afraid – you know, because you, you, you introduce a new generation to some of these movies and, you know, some of them might seem slow paced to them, you know, and I was kind of worried that might happen. But not halfway through the movie, he leaned over and he's like, hey, Uncle Ted, this is a really great movie. And then he said, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt that the main girl is hot talking about Heather. <laughs> 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 so I, I, I was great. like, I was like, yeah, I can't argue with you there, pal. That's so good. Not, I know he's really is my nephew because he, <laughs> he was attracted to Nancy as I was when I was a kid. So yeah, people always <laughs> miss that man, but she she's a lot hotter than people. Mm-hmm. That's oh, one yeah, of the things I love box. about uh, Wes Craven's movies so much because they're so good and they're such great horror movies, but at the same time, they're still able to share them with kids. Because they're yeah. not that heavy on the lewdness. There's almost no nudity in any of his movies. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're still up there with some of the best horror movies ever. Yep. Yeah, I've always had good luck with A Nightmare on Elm Street introduced now. It, it's got a, it's just scary, man. Like, yeah, scary exactly. Cases, so. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was, it was just, we had fun. And today we watched part two. And um, he said, I like part two, but. Part one, is what he said. Right. <laughs> I figured that. I figured that was going to happen because I was like, I don't know how he's going to react to how different part two was. That's how I was. I hated it, it when I was Jesse. a kid. It wasn't until I was you older. See, as I a kid, I never. It, so. As a kid, I never hated it. I always liked it. I never. I, I, I was, never. I never got the gay stuff until yeah, I was me neither. Yeah, me I, either. It's 
the horror film. I literally hated it for one reason, because it didn't follow the continuity like the rest of them did. <laughs> so I was just being an anal-ass kid. Yeah. Once I got over that shit, I enjoyed the fuck out of the movie. Honestly, the, the only thing with that movie that I didn't like when I was younger, because I, I, I did love the, moves, the, the movie when I was younger, but I, I just didn't like that they changed the music from how it was in the first one. I mean, you didn't even have the Freddy theme in the movie yeah. and it was so like just moody yeah. and that's what i hated about the movie was just the music <laughs> but other so than that it's classic great. scenes and i forgot that like like i said once i was like 18 19 i started digging back into stuff like that I yeah was like damn man what was i thinking dude this movie's great but the, the thing with the undertones of this movie is the the I read somewhere I don't know this might be true and might not be true I don't know like like the writer denied it for years and then I guess when it became okay to say you did stuff like that he's like oh yeah it was all subtext I don't know if that's true that's just stuff I've read but I'm just like other than a few scenes I really I still don't see the gay thing in it I, I like the dance move of course and if you look for it hard you'll see it hard but if you just watch it as it's not as prevalent as it's not in your face as everybody says like it I is. did a yeah. thing chat where we purposely like joked on it so like I was able to pick it apart like crazy but it really <laughs> on a face value though it's not that people yeah yeah and I, didn't, I, mean, like I still like I didn't, it as a movie. Like y'all, I didn't see that either growing up. Yeah, like, that went over my head big time. Yep. <laughs> like when he went to Grady's, you know, I was just like, oh, he's just going to his friend because you know he's like in trouble, and that's his friend. Yeah, that's his buddy. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's his buddy. I mean, they became <laughs> friends. It's just like no, I don't see him as like, oh well, oh yeah, she's female, she's in the cabana, and you want to sleep with me? I was Dad, like, that he, was, he didn't that was say a no joke. homo. He didn't yeah, say no that was, homo. that was just a joke. <laughs> To me, I didn't see that as subtext. That's just a joke that any guy would say. You got this hot chick who wants to bang you, and you want to be here sleeping with me? That's yeah. what you know me. Yeah, that that by itself, I get that. But with everything else, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I'm I'm the same. I didn't even I was an adult, and I didn't pick up on it until somebody pointed it out to me. Yeah, it wasn't until like really the Never Sleep Alone, I mean Never Sleep Again documentary, um, when they talked about it, I was just like. Oh, well, you know, I've read a little bit about it, but really all this stuff, you know, like Sean said, if you're really looking hard for it, you'll see it. But if not, it's just a movie. Yep. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, he liked it. So, I mean, that's two he's seen of the franchise so far. So that's good. Now, if he doesn't like the third one, you have to disown him, Ted. <laughs> I know Ted's looking forward to four because that's Ted's favorite. That's like my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Wonderland, Alice. <laughs> so classic. Part four was like always my go-to as a kid. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm really looking forward to taking him to see Halloween this coming Friday in the theaters. And he even said today, he's like, I can't wait to go see Halloween. I can't wait to go see it. <laughs> so it'll be my first time to see the OG Halloween in theaters too. So that's going to be great. Awesome. I said, after Friday, I only need parts two three four and five and then i'll see all of them. <laughs> yeah that's like i'm four away from having the whole franchise in theaters <laughs> gotta drag you up to the drive in one of these times <laughs> hell yeah Darn straight <laughs> but yeah so it's been a fun week for the most part okay very cool you guys definitely got some good watches and um for me Obviously, I watched Terrifier for tonight, uh, and I, it was in my rotation as well. 
um, for this month. Uh, I also watched House of a Thousand Corpses, of course. That's always a go-to Halloween movie for me. Uh, I rewatched Haunt with Joe Bob, so that's always good. Uh, I kind of got a little late into it because I didn't. I, I kind of forgot that it was going on, so uh, I kind of jumped in about thirty minutes into it. Uh, but obviously, I already saw it just a few weeks ago, anyways. But it, it was cool to be able to see Joe Bob doing that one because, like you were saying, it, it's a fucking great movie. It's so so good. <laughs> yeah, I was glad I paid for Shutter to see it live. I was like, I'm so glad I paid. For yeah, you know it's. I got my I got my Blu-ray copy of Scare Package in the mail this week. Yeah, and you know it comes with the Joe Bob episode, and it also comes with a 30 day free trial. So I was like, awesome. you know, I'll probably just do that. <laughs> there you go. That's cool. I forgot that that was coming on disc. I gotta. Yeah. Thanks, Ted. Because now I gotta get another the disc. Pri- the price went the pi- uh, the price dropped too. It was like 15. Now it's like 13. That's how much I paid for it. So I couldn't believe how much. So that's it's a great price right now. Well, a good I, flick too. I know what I'm going to be doing after we record this. Spend <laughs> <laughs> <Been> more money, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So I I rewatched that, and um, yeah, it's still twelve ninety nine. I just checked. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I'm going to be buying that. But th- that's kind of all I've just buy it now. Just buy it now. We're recording. Damn it! <laughs> You're evil, Ted. You're so evil. <laughs> now I'm pulling out my phone to go buy. <laughs> Hey, you were trying to you were trying to tempt me to buy the Haunt Special Edition earlier for sixty bucks. <laughs> Do it, Ted. With, with no no with no repentance in your voice, you're like, just buy it, Ted. Just buy it. Just buy it, Ted. <laughs> but you, this is only twelve ninety nine. Just buy it now. That's buy true. It before the price goes up before the end of the episode. You better hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! That's your right. order soon. <laughs> Only two copies left. <laughs> Not funny. And it, doesn't, and, and it doesn't say more and more coming. It just says order two. Right. So, anyways, so I watched those movies. That's kind of all I've really watched this week. So I got to kind of catch up this week. So my plan for this week is to uh, um, really go hard, and I'm going. I'm planning to go through the whole Saw series this week, as well as the Halloween franchise. So that's kind of my plan for this week. And then, um, other than that, uh, I re- haven't really watched a whole lot else. Did play quite a bit of video games, so we've been get, kind of getting together with the the podcast network quite a bit with playing games. They got me to freaking download Call of Duty uh, Warzone. I haven't played a Call oh, of Duty cool. game in so long. <laughs> so we've oh. been we were doing that, and then we played Friday the Thirteenth on Friday for. Andy from Dead in Santa Carla, he was going back into streaming after he took a break from doing it. So we we played about three hours of Friday the 13th on Friday. And then last night, kind of dipped my feet into trying out Phasmophobia with this new... That game is so fucking scary. Oh my God, my, my, <laughs> my hair was, was standing on end. My heart was racing. Just a little bit, you know, that... I tried to play, and then me and Mark tried to play because we we tried to play together, but we couldn't communicate with voice, uh, which was really stupid. 
and we still got to figure that yeah, out. It didn't. Yeah, work. I would think you need voice to play that. I watched oh, a little yeah. after I, I saw you post looking for voice things. And I was like, what is that? So it looks pretty <laughs> fucking cool, though. I it thought it looks scary. I thought you shut the door on me because you were standing outside. No, and I was looking at you, <laughs> and the door shut, and then I couldn't open the door, and then I hear the ghost go, "Hey!" And I turn around, and he's running at me, and the next thing I know, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it scares the shit out of me. Well, when oh, we were when we were in the middle of that uh, mission last night, and um, I had the UV light, and I started flashing on the walls and the doors and stuff, and it caught like the handprints on the doors and stuff. And when it did that, I, I went towards the bathroom, and I saw the handprint on the door in the bathroom. I walk in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, I just heard, heard that like low roar, and like all the lights in the house just fucking went out, and just stuff dropped off the walls that made me almost shit my pants i mean seriously this game just like like there's there isn't a whole lot that freaks me out but like ghost stuff really does something to me and it just freaks me out so it was uh it'll be fun because i'm planning on if i can figure out the voice chat thing i want to play on friday and i want to live stream or not friday but saturday and i want to live stream it so It'll be uh yeah, let me know. I'm gonna look into it, man. Yeah. Looks fun. Looks it looks scary. Like like they know what they're doing with mm-hmm. the lighting and the noise factor. Oh god. The first person. It's so it's crazy. on sale right now for like thirteen bucks. Cool. Yeah. Steam, right? Yep, Steam. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I highly suggest checking that out because it it honestly creeps the shit out of me. <laughs> And it'll be interesting doing it on, on like a stream or something because I'm gonna freak the fuck out. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna end up losing my shit. <laughs> but it'll be good. It'll be good content. But yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to this week. Not a whole lot of movie watching, but definitely quite a bit of video game playing, especially with people from the network, which is which is a lot of fun. But yeah, so that's kind of all I've been doing. Uh, before we get into the episode, because tonight we're going to be finishing off our Halloween Horrorpalooza, reviewing uh, 2017's Terrifier, one of the best Halloween-themed horror movies, I, I think, around. Uh, before we get into all that, though, uh, just a couple bits of news that I kind of wanted to go over. Now, uh, uh, Sean, I know you were saying earlier uh, that you had watched um, Children of the Corn this week, and that actually reminded me because this one I didn't have on the list, but it, I, I remember seeing something about it. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but they actually filmed a new Children of the Corn movie during this whole pandemic. Oh wow! No, I didn't know. That. Yeah, I did not know. It. It's uh, it was um, made by a guy named Kurt Wimmer, and um, this one is being rated R for violence and bloody images. Uh, new cast includes Elena Camporis from Before I Fall, Kate Moyer from When Hope Calls, Callan Mulvey from Avengers Endgame, and Bruce Spence from The Road Warrior. And so it's kind of, um, it's like a reboot, I guess, uh, from what they were saying. And there's, there's no like release date or anything yet. Cause obviously they just filmed it in the last few months. But I that just kind of took me by surprise that uh, nobody's heard anything about this. And, yeah, they filmed a whole new movie. 
and kind of like kind of movie you could do in this during this too because mm-hmm. the cornfield out of the middle of nowhere kind of like, like victor crowley when they filmed all that in secret and just surprised the fans at his yeah. special yeah. showing when they did that a couple of years ago yeah that's cool it, yeah. it, it is cool and kind of the only thing that variety had to say about it uh regarding like any kind of snippet about what it might be about is it just basically they quoted as uh the film describes the events leading up to and including the massacre of adults in a small town in nebraska by their children after the adults irresponsibility ruins the crop and the children's future so that's all that we have to really kind of go off of so it's kind of a basic premise and um they don't dip i'll buy it yeah um and <laughs> right yeah i got all of them so, so it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this one uh because lucas foster who's a producer on the movie said it has almost nothing to do with the original classic so it's kind of almost like a retelling of it um but it's not like connected to the original movie at all well that's what 2009 when the they, they did uh they did a, i guess you call it a remake but um mm-hmm. It follows Stephen King's short story more closely than the original movie from the 80s. Right. And uh, so, I mean. There's so the many heck? now, too. What is it, man? Like, right. And there's so many direct movie. video sequels that yeah. don't even. It's like Hellraiser. They just kept cranking out Hellraiser sequels, but there's exactly. really no continuity anymore. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. just different. I mean, different takes on it on the subject matter, I guess, is what you could say. Exactly. Yeah, so like Hellraiser Judgment is completely different from any of the originals. <laughs> like, <right. laughs> like we're not even going to use the box anymore. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> mm. Which I didn't mind Judgment. I'm just saying it's just different. And there's really no continuity. It doesn't make any sense compared to the original stuff. So, I mean, what the heck? Children of the Corn is the same way. Just make another reboot or whatever. And yeah. We'll see what you can do with it. Mm. Definitely. So... Obviously, once we have more information on that, we'll, we'll let you guys know. But that's just kind of what we have for right now, and that's just what we're, uh, Variety reported on. So all we really know is it was filmed during the pandemic, and, uh, yeah, it should be coming shortly. <laughs> um, beyond that, uh, coming up this week, because of it being Halloween, uh, the American Horror Story Murder House is opening to the public for a virtual live stream Halloween event. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Now, this is a... Uh, the stream begins on October 29th, and it ends on Sunday, November 1st. So it'll be a three-day event. I guess it's uh, it's not free, though. It is... got to buy tickets for it if you want to be a part of it. Tickets are $25, and you can get them at themurderhouse.com. But the full lineup for that event is the first ever paranormal investigation will be carried out there uh famous psychic and white witch uh uh, from ghost adventures will be there and just kind of a bunch of other things some historians and halloween experts and tarot uh card experts Energy healing experts psychiatrists i mean there's going to be a whole list of people that are going to be there so if, if if that kind of stuff kind of interests you. You can definitely check that out. Uh, once again, that's at themurderhouse.com. That you can buy the tickets at $25 a ticket for that. So it'll be a well, live for stream. For free, event. you can check out the Slash and Cast 
our convention. Exactly. Yeah, what's your problem, Isaiah? <laughs> You're advertising other conventions. Jeez. You're going to get us kicked from Slashing Cast. <laughs> I'm just reporting the news, okay? And yes, <laughs> the Slashing Cast Halloween convention is going on this weekend. Definitely check it out. You don't have to pay a fucking thing for that, and it's going to be great content. There's going to be a lot. There is on. no other virtual convention. Isaiah was lying. There's, there's only <laughs> Slashing Cast convention. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. All right. So moving on from there, Rob Zombie is going to be back with some new music uh, coming this week. So it looks like it's going to be on October 30th. Uh, he posted something on Instagram about it. And so we can kind of look forward to some new Rob Zombie music this weekend. Uh, we don't really know much else besides that. We don't know if it's like a full album or if it's just going to be select music. All we know is that coming October 30th, he's supposed to be releasing some more music so that could be interesting for i, I i'm personally a, a fan of his music so uh, i'm looking forward to checking that out one of the songs labeled i wish i could make halloween three is that one of the songs <laughs> please no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no no i'm so sad didn't get to finish my vision oh. <laughs> a vision i keep revising i don't know <laughs> Uh, good stuff. So that's coming in this week. And then finally, to kind of close out some news for this week is, uh, Tim Burton is supposedly working on possibly bringing back the Adams family to, uh, a, uh, a live action TV series. So it's being reported that he's in negotiating to executive produce and possibly direct all the episodes in this new take on that franchise. Um, so they're kind of also shopping around where they could possibly have it for a home. Uh, potentially there could be Netflix or one of these other streaming sites. Uh, so there's, there's, it's kind of early talks right now, but it could be interesting to see them bring this back as a, a TV, a live TV series. Um, Cause obviously the, that hasn't been for a long time. Cause they had that, they had that short lived failure of a TV show that they did. Uh, back in what was it like the early two thousands, and beyond that, nothing since the original, I believe. I mean, the original is so classic, but I mean, the movies were fun. I don't know. Yeah, as long as good, they man. don't like over dramatize it and try to make it like a modern TV show. Yeah, that would be cool. Agreed. They, just need, to they the need like you, they need in, like the the original. You could drop into any episode and be perfectly fine. Yep. Exactly. Just like the movies we just got in the 90s, man. Like, it should be yeah. something on pace with that, for sure. I would be down with that. Tim Burton, he, he's hit or miss with me. So, I mean, he Same. could do good, man. I'll give it a shot. As long as they don't, since it's Netflix, <laughs> if Netflix picks up, as long as they don't filth it up and make it like TV and me, make it where the whole family can watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it could be like, I was telling Isaiah this, you know, it could be like the, the two live action movies from the 90s. You know, like, like TV 14 or whatever, have that dark, macabre humor, but, you know, kids can still watch and enjoy it. I mean, because yeah, there's some kids maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a too. weird person and I was like young and loved those movies and still do. <laughs> maybe I'm just yeah. a weird. Person. No, you're right, man. I agree with yeah. you 100 percent. But uh, yeah, I mean, that means you're right. Not every- <laughs> yeah, yeah, not everything has to be not everything has to be TV MA and stuff. No. Yeah. It's getting old. <laughs> yeah. 
Agreed. It doesn't have to always be edgy and pushing the boundaries. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do, especially with Tim Burton, because, I mean, Tim Burton's got an imagination, that's for sure. Well, so. I mean, if the, if there's any, I'd say if there's any, like, IP that he would be really good at, this would probably be it. Because there's some that he's yeah. done that I think he just should never have touched. Right. Like, you know, I love the 90s Batman movies, but I don't think that his spin on them was very Batman-y. Yeah. <laughs> they were very Tim Burton-y. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, things like that, you know, his his style does hasn't, I'd say it probably hasn't changed ever. So, it it, it could be good. It has a fit for some things. This, though, I mean, it kind of does fit. Yeah, I think it would be good for him. I think for him, this is probably perfect. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. But that's kind of what we got for news for this week. Uh, Are you guys ready to review Terrifier? No, I'm not, because I have some news. about. Oh, that's right. I I, I apologize. (laughs) Sean does have some news. That's all good, man. um... The trailer was re- uh, released for the Creepshow animated special coming October 26th. It's going to have two tales, I believe, one from Stephen King and one from Joe Hill. It's got Keith Sullen and Joey King doing voices. It didn't really give a lot in the trailer, but the animation looked awesome. It looked like something out of the comic, honestly. Like the ones, if you've ever read one or... Yeah. Like they did for the movie or remember the animation from the original movie. So I'm anxious, man. It looks cool to me. So and they did a great job on the show. It's more Greg Nicotaro with this. So. Awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that show. So I'm 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 excited to see That's what they tomorrow, do with this. So awesome. That gives me something else to watch this week. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Well now are we ready to review Terrifier? I guess so. <laughs> no, because I've got some news. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Smart ass. It's turning into ECW. ECW. <laughs> uh, it's like that the damn uh, South Park skit. I'm in charge here. Not anymore, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at Terrifier. over your shoulder. What if that guy did this to your car? What guy? The clown? Do you really think someone slashed my tires? He knows this is your car. He saw us getting into it earlier.
All right, Terrifier first premiered at uh, Telluride Horror Show Film Festival back on October 15th, 2016. It had its Blu-ray and DVD premiere on March 15th, 2018. Uh, This movie obviously was directed by the wonderful uh, Damien Leone, who is a fucking wizard and a jack-of-all-trades. I mean, this dude is great with filmmaking, with special effects. I mean, he's just all around just really, really good at what he does. And obviously it stars David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown, who replaces Mike uh, Glenelli, who played him back in the uh, All Hallows' Eve and the Terrifier short from 2011. So this movie had a budget of about $800,000, and they really do a good job about utilizing that budget. I mean, the effects are fucking top-notch in this. I mean practical effects too and that really says something and they were fucking amazing and just a little bit of trivia regarding this movie the shot where uh, don is still sitting in the car listening to the radio where they start telling about how the two people were killed in the pizzeria the ambulance that drives by was actually unplanned that was actually a real ambulance that drove by right at that point and so they kept that in the movie which was perfect i mean it, it, it was just so perfect. Uh, another piece of trivia is David Howard Thornton, who plays Art the Clown, uh, I guess had previous mime experience, which he utilizes in this performance, and you can tell, and it, it really just brings that character to a whole nother level uh, when, you, when you think about that, which is really, really good. And uh, the last piece of trivia is just at the beginning of the movie, it kind of foreshadows you know the ending, and there's actually a sign on the wall that says the end is just a new beginning. So it kind of just foreshadows everything that kind of happens, you know, at the end of the film and kind of brings, you know, the story full circle with that girl, Victoria, who obviously has her face just completely mauled. And, you know, she attacks that interviewer in the beginning. So, you know, what's funny about that to me is, I don't know. I kind of, maybe I was just assuming, I mean, I, I guess I was assuming, but when I saw the movie the first time, I kind of knew that that was the ending. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't a big reveal. Right. I, mean, I don't know. That wasn't a big reveal to me. No, it no, I, I agree. <laughs> now I'm not criticizing the trivia. I'm just saying I've heard a lot of people say, I was like, damn, I, I thought that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree that that part definitely was fairly obvious, but yeah, I mean, $800,000 for this fucking movie. And these are probably some of the best effects I've seen in a horror movie in a very, very long time. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's so good. Yeah, the practical effects in Arthur Clan are what make this movie special in the mm-hmm. first place. I think I was a little harsh on this movie in our um, convention webcast or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't watched it since it was uh, the first time, so I rewatched it this week. It's a little better than I, I think I gave it credit for. I just wanted to say that because I was hard. I think I was a little harsh on it, but it is a good movie, though. I wasn't saying it was a bad movie. Yeah. Anyways, but it starts off great, man. I love the Halloween atmosphere. I like seeing Art pack up and get ready and stuff, getting ready to go out and entertain everyone. So. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty strong cold opening for that movie before the title card and everything with, you know, seeing the TV on the floor as he's getting ready and getting his all all his little toys together. 
and putting on the makeup and everything. And then even with the girl attacking the interviewer after the interview and everything, uh, all that happens right before the title card. I, I thought it was a pretty strong opening yeah, for this movie. Yeah. Too. What do you think, Ted? I like it. <laughs> I like this movie. I saw it on Netflix a couple of years ago for the first time. Really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, special effects are fantastic. All practical. I love it. The freaking being sawed in half is so brutal. It even made me cringe. And I've seen yeah. some messed up stuff yeah. <laughs> over the years. That was, rough. that was hard to sit through. It's just yeah. hard. I love the homeless woman with the doll and art starts sucking his thumb and yep. <laughs> she's trying to talk to him and stuff. I don't know. It's just the guy. He's so creepy, but yet, gosh, he makes me laugh so hard too. This the weird stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I love in the beginning when I he comes like into the it. diner and after she's like, Hey, she wants your number. So he comes <laughs> in the diner, diner and he's just sitting there acting so smitten with her and so happy. And then just turns <laughs> to this cold ass there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. I love that uh, that scene, and I love watching him carry around his uh, trash bag full of just random shit. <laughs> yep. And there was a there was a deleted scene on the Blu-ray where the the shop the pizza shop owner kicked him out, and he brought his bag out, and they're like, "Hey, your your arm's bleeding because obviously he got scraped by something that was sticking out of the bag." Because uh, that was something I always wondered, like, how is he not stabbing himself with all them knives that are just <laughs> laying around in that bag? Right. <laughs> and the answer is he probably is, but he's not human, so it doesn't even affect him. That's what I kind of was going to say, man. I was yeah. going to wait, but I, I kind of, that's my take is he's not a human at all, or he's like a evil Halloween spirit. Just, that's the question this movie deep. That's the question this movie makes me ask. What the heck is he? <laughs> right. I wonder if they're going to, like, drop any type of hints in uh part two whenever that comes out next year i'm just because the trailer looked great and i'm just like are they gonna have like any type of just anything on what he really is because i remember throughout you know throughout watching it watching it the first time you just i just think you know this is just a guy in a clown makeup you know he's brutally murdering people and being goofy at the same time but then you know he shoots himself in the head at the end, but then comes back to life. I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? I got so confused. Right. I was like, what's... <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, now that part two's coming out. Hopefully, you know, it doesn't need like a full explanation. Just little hints nah, here and there, nah, maybe slowly. Yeah. yeah, I did kind of. I thought he was human up until like when like the cat lady was consoling him, and I was like, damn, he just really is some fucked up motherfucker. Yeah, and you see what he does to the cat lady. And I was yeah. like, oh man, this is just some monster on Halloween tearing <laughs> shit up. <laughs> and maybe that's all he is. He's just a monster that shows up on Halloween and does that. You know, maybe you know, yeah. doesn't have to be any real like convoluted explanation or anything in death. Just this is what he is. Art yeah. the clown. He he is Art the clown. Period. Yep. And that's it. Agreed. Yeah, he's something else. That's that's for sure. And he, David Howard Thornton, does such a wonderful job of playing this character. I mean, he really owns it. Like, I I like All Hallows Eve, and I like how the original actor portrayed Art, but he, David Howard Thornton, just really takes it to a whole other level. And I'm I'm sure a lot of it has to do with that that mime background and everything. And just oh my god, he's just so creepy and just 
is so goofy at the same time and it just works so well. And he's got a, he's got that kind of good balance uh, between the two with the character and it just really is unsettling <laughs> seeing him. It's his. Ain't nobody going to play that guy no more. No. <laughs> That's his role. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, cuz like even when he he gets he gets stabbed or he gets hit or something, he still reacts like you would expect him to. Like he'll scream, but there's no there's no uh noise sound. Yeah, no noise coming out. <laughs> and when he just yeah. stands there and points and laughs when somebody's bleeding or something. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> fucking great. <laughs> I love the mime aspect a lot. Yeah. yeah. It really helps sell the character. I like when he was fighting Tara. And Tara started fighting back, and she started kicking his ass. And he's like, all right, we're not playing games anymore. And then he just snaps and just goes completely evil from this happy-go-lucky. Just uh-huh. starts shooting her. Shoots her like seven times in the face. Yeah, I like that, too. It's like, all right, bitch, you thought you had me. but um, <laughs> I hate your face. Right. God. And his look, too. Like, he looks upset. Like I was trying well, to entertain you, bitch. Why did you? Do that? <laughs> well, that was really shocking in itself because they set you up to believe that Tara was the final girl. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. That's where I, I kind of thought too. Is I didn't realize it was Victoria. I thought it was Tara because yep. the way he shot her in the face, and her face was pretty jacked up. So. <laughs> yeah, that that that's where the swerve came in, and I I, I did like that. I mean, even though in the beginning you can tell that whoever the final girl was is being interviewed and everything, but you didn't know which one it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or at least you thought it was Tara, and you know at first, and then obviously she gets it, and then you're like, oh, it's not her. <laughs> and, and I got so sucked into the movie that I completely forgot about the girl being interviewed until the end, and I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Uh, I just <laughs> I just got so sucked into it. I forgot about that part. And then when he's jacking her up at the end, I'm like, holy crap, that's the girl from the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't even think about it. <laughs> so I did have one small grave about this, and it was about uh, the shooting location because it seemed like they had a really good location for this abandoned apartment building or whatever. And like the diner with the the pizza place was perfect. It was a believable as a pizza place, but then they get to the damn, the coroner's office in the morgue and it's some shitty damn fucking basement. (laughs) It's like, was this shot in Brooklyn? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I thought for the girl, when she had to pee so bad and then saw that bad, I was like, message to all ladies, just pee in the street. Like, Right. Don't, don't put yourself through this. <laughs> I don't remember when it was, but there's uh, it was one of the cops. It was either a cop or a corner. Like one of the guys was wearing his wardrobe was too big for him, so he had like a clip in the back of his pants <laughs> <laughs> to make it tighter so it wouldn't fall off. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I didn't have that problem, but <laughs> <laughs> I had to have a button song back on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I need to do some sit-ups. Anyway. <laughs> right. I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> I like when he's um wearing the cat I think the cat lady's face and chest and all that. It reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Mask. Yes. 
<laughs> it definitely kind of did. <laughs> it reminded me of damn uh no, uh, what's his name? Buffalo Bill from Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the way he was walking, I was like, Yeah, that would be kind of difficult, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the skin or else he gets the hose again. <laughs> Have the lamb stop screaming for you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Scream every night. Does Mark scream every night? <laughs> <laughs> Going back to that diner uh, scene, when the uh, so after the girls leave and everything, and you know they're, uh, they're the one he guy's in the kitchen. Poo poo on the wall. Well, this is after that that I'm <laughs> he talking wrote about. Wrote his name in it. <laughs> This is after that. So they're the, the, the one dude's in the kitchen looking for the owner or whatever, and then you find his head there, and you know how Art turned it into basically a jack-o'-lantern. That was so well done. And I think oh, you yeah. talked about that, Mark, yeah. in the uh, in our convention episode. Yeah. And I, I totally forgot about that, honestly. And then when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this looks so good. And it's you, you're right. It's so much better than the Halloween 2018 you know, jack-o'-lantern head. It's, mm-hmm. it's just so well done. And how the candles are in there. It's just so, so good. And that's not to say that the Halloween one was bad. I just thought this one was just so much better. Yeah. You hear that, John Carpenter? Terrifier (laughs) did it better. (laughs) And they did it first. (laughs) They did it first. (laughs) Now you got to remake Halloween 2 again. There you go. (laughs) I swear this time we got it right. After they do... uh, Terrifier Resurrection, you gotta remake Terrifier too. Yep. <laughs> Will it be a Rob Zombie film? Please no. We'll find out that Art the Clown came from a redneck abusive family. And damn redneck abusive families. Art Art's Art's mom is a stripper. <laughs> and his her boyfriend is abusive and Screams nothing but profanities at people because that's how everybody talks, apparently. Yep. <laughs> well, in, in Rob Zombie films, yeah. <laughs> it for works a lot for of people in the life. city, they really think that because that's all they've ever really seen outside of it. Is the <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> huh. um, I love art on the tricycle towards the end. Yes, that's yeah. so good. And watching the behind the scenes stuff of them. <laughs> Riding that trike is just so good, too, on the Blu-ray. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Yeah, I can imagine that's not an easy feat. Man. <laughs> no. I think it would be, but tricycles are small. They're not made for grown-ups. And he's a tall dude, man, so that's yeah. even mm-hmm. more <laughs> challenge. <clears throat> he's a I really, sandwich. really like the pest control guy. I think his name was Mike. I'm not sure. Um. Dude came through. I mean, he ended up getting his in the end, but he really came through and did everything he could to try to help this poor girl. Yep. You know, he stood up and, you know, he, I don't know. He was a good protector character. Yeah, I agree. Besides the cutting in half, I really like the decapitation scene. In the The diner? Yeah. Yes. Is it in the diner? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he was the the cook, right? Yep. Yeah. He was like sawing was. his head off. With yeah, the... that's what it was. <laughs> it was so just graphic and so good. Yeah, I just love the time he took to actually saw it, and then he had to pull the head back. 
The only thing I could have made it better, like if there'd have been something sticking out of the body when he pulled the head off. Mm-hmm. But it was great, man. I loved it. Like I like realistic decapitation. Well, you mean like a leftover piece of pizza crust? Keep it excited. <laughs> now that's something I don't think is probably the easiest thing to come across is cutting someone's head off as real. Because movies do it all the time. And oh yeah, that looked real. Unreal. Shit. Yeah. So I like it when maybe China's to take the time to make it look better. Agreed. I love having heads cut off, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to say I love heads, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but anyways. Uh, one thing, especially, you know, with certain scenes in here, uh, it's just really kind of stuck out to me how good, like, this would have looked if it was more of a grindhouse style where if it had like that film grain and kind of the wear and tear, um, you know, like older grindhouse movies and, and whatnot, it, it would have looked so good with that kind of a- aesthetic with it too. Um, just one of those kind of weird things that I think about when I'm watching movies, how I would do it differently. Cause I, I think this would have been like a perfect grindhouse type of movie, you know? Yeah. It would have looked cool like that. That's why I'd love. I mean, it would be so expensive, man. But I'd love to film something just on old film like that because it, you know, because mm-hmm. you can get some of that naturally. In a way, so yeah, not having to digitize it. Because digitizing it is a bitch. <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. and it doesn't make it look good. It doesn't look that good. Don't compare. It's not to... the same, man. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Yeah, from going to the driving all the time, like there's a definitely a difference. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, maybe if you're if you're a casual movie fan, you might not we all notice, but we can definitely notice. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard to do it. Just uh, from my time trying to do it, it's it's really difficult. And you're right; it you can tell when it's fake <laughs> and when it's real. Um, at least most of the time, unless you're really super good at it. And I'm I'm not that good at it with post processing and that kind of stuff with video. Uh, that that gets a little difficult. So, just got to get your DVD player and hook it up to old tube TV. Yep, that way. <laughs> Put it on a VHS. You know, run it as on a VHS and just run that VHS <laughs> yeah. a bunch of times. It'll start to get some natural wear and tear on it. It'll be good. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of what else uh, with this movie because there's just so much good. And I, I like, and I think I mentioned this in the. Uh, the convention episode that I, I like with this movie that there's not a whole lot of s- story to tell. I mean, they obviously could have had a little bit more for story, but I like that there's no backstory with it. There's no backstory to art. Um, and it just kind of gets right into it. And, and I do like the no backstory. And I was bringing up the story part in the episode. That's where I was kind of harsh on it. And okay. It was a little bit more structure than I remembered. Like, I don't know why I just seem to remember going from like kill to kill, but, I was exhausted and busy when I did watch it. So anyways. I feel like most of like the good storytelling and the story advancement, like tying all these different incidences together, came through on like the radio show mm-hmm. and like the TV show that they did. Kind of tied yeah, it and all. It's kind of like in a small confined area where it's yeah. happening. So I bought it. I was like, I guess it's not as bad as that's what I wanted to credit. It's not as bad as I thought. It was. It was kind of in that small section, so he did have like a place where he was at and just doing it. It wasn't just random. I mean, there were random kills, but it wasn't quite as random. 
as I had remembered it. So it's definitely not bad, unlike some franchise where they they decide in the ninth installment to throw a bunch of mythology that makes no <laughs> sense, but it's not built up to. Yep, <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. I you don't understand what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Friday Thirteenth franchise. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. Keep talking. I was gonna say, you think the horror community would like it if you made a movie where fanboys were getting killed off, especially if you made it feel personal and insulted half the horror. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. I, would I think too. that'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's just something I thought of. <laughs> right. Uh, good stuff. Well, uh, what would you guys rate this movie if you were to rate it? I'll get it three and a half out of five. Good movie, man. I liked it. Yeah. <clears throat> it has that 80s feel. It's not overly complicated with the story. So I was only going to go three, but I'll give it a three and a half. Man. So I, like <laughs> I can um, never decide, and it's hard. So I'm going to lean hard the other way and give it a full on five. I mean, if we had a higher point scale, it would be a higher point, man. This I, <laughs> I love this movie so, so much. It's I. I'll never not be in the mood to watch this movie. Someone's like, hey, you want to watch Terrifier? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's watch Terrifier. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ted? I give it a... And the reason I gave it that... I'm just kidding. I didn't say anything. (laughs) I didn't say anything. (laughs) I say he's like, oh no, he's cutting out. No, <laughs> no. Okay, seriously, I'll give it a four and a half out of five because it to me it's a new classic. Um, it's not perfect. It's close to being perfect for me at least. And like I said, Art the Clown's so stinking creepy and goofy, funny at the same time. There hasn't been a horror villain like that in a long time for me that creeps me out, but yet makes me freaking love him at the same time. Right, right. the brutality. <laughs> Just because he's just so he's he's goofy. I mean, he's yeah. goofy, but it's just the stuff he does is so brutal and creepy. And you're just like, oh my goodness, this guy is so whatever this guy is. He's he's insane. This is yeah. crazy. He gets a five out of five from me. I'll give him as a one. villain, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's a really good movie. I like it as a horror film. I mean, I like it. Period. Um, like I said before, practical effects are great. Um, they really you know spent the money on this whatever the budget they had the 800 grand they really went all out as much as they could for it um i'm really looking forward to part two whenever that drops next year so yeah four and a half out of five awesome and then my my uh rating for this movie is going to be five out of the five just like uh mark i just like trick-or-treat from last week i think this is the perfect halloween movie and I know it might be kind of biased because the Halloween theme movies are generally my favorite types of movies. So they're always going to be a little higher rating for me, but uh, I mean, this one had everything for me and it was, I I thought it was damn near perfect. So that's why I I gave it a five out of five as well. Um, It's, it's, it's great. I highly suggest it. If you haven't seen terrifier, please check it out. It's so good. It's so, so good. Especially if you like graphic gory, practical special effects please see this movie because there's so much garbage cgi gore and death out there this is so good and it it just brings back so many good memories of like practical effects of 
you know, years gone by from back in the eighties and whatnot with like Tom Savini and everything. It's just Damian Leone really just knows his stuff. And on top of being a fantastic filmmaker is just so epically good with practical effects. It's just so, so, so good. So definitely five out of five for me. This movie is much better than zombie movie number five, eight, two dash nine LZ. Zombie films suck nowadays. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> eh, there's some gems. Few and far between. Got to yeah. search through so much trash to find them. That's the problem. Hashtag alive was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I still want to watch that one. That looked decent. I haven't though. And I've never even heard of it. So there we go. It's it just came Netflix. out this year. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. And I've never even heard of it till now. So. <laughs> we talked and about I it in the web page once in a while. There. And I probably won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie movies, I'm tired. I will say, I wanted to say, I thought it was really cool how he credited all the donors from Indiegogo in the credits. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Definitely. So, like, if you donated to this movie, you know, you got your name on it, and you're like, it's like, everybody says that all our names are at the end of the Friday the 13th, the game credits. I'm not going through all that to find my name, but it's cool to think that it might be there. Yeah, exactly. That's fun, man. That kind of stuff's fun. Why not do it? Shows he's a fan. Yeah. Now you're going to make me go through those credits because I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) If you you gave to the the Kickstarter, your name's supposed to be on it. Oh, I didn't. I just bought the game. So. (laughs) Thank you. you I don't have to go through the credits. Well, we would love to know what you guys think regarding this movie. You can always reach out to us through our Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. All of them are at CLS Podcast. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys check, appreciate you guys checking out this week, this week's episode. Next week, because this is the end of our Halloween season, we're going to be turning our focus into some new things. Uh, we're going to actually take a little bit of a break from doing movie reviews for a little bit, and we're going to kind of focus on like horror merchandise, especially with us getting ready to come into the holiday season. So we're going to be looking at stuff like best horror comics, best horror Blu-rays and DVD releases, best horror video games, um, and kind of that kind of thing. So be on the lookout for that for next month. So it'll be five episodes of nothing but that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be great to be able to just take a little bit of a break from doing reviews and we'll see what we do for December with it being the holiday season and everything. Uh, we'll revisit that as we come around to it, but before we leave, are there any final words of wisdom as we leave? Punctuality is the thief of time. <laughs> you like how I was the one that said that, right? Yep. <laughs> nah, that sucked. Here's a better advice. Um, Ted is a moron. Don't listen. If you you own the mom and pop restaurant, don't make your cook clean up shit in the bathroom. Right. (laughs) I was just gonna say, don't flirt with creepy looking clowns. That's very, very good advice. Very practical advice, Sean. Just deal with it. (laughs) Just kidding. Now, what am I going to do on Tuesday nights? (laughs) What What are you going to do on Tuesday nights? You're going to flirt with me on Tuesday nights now. (laughs) <laughs> i don't enough. gotta flirt Ted. you just give it up <laughs> dang <laughs> hey i'm like vanessa i make you work for that booty 
How the heck did we even come to this far? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Oh. I took this joke too far. I may have gone too far in a few places. Maybe. That's what she said. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.